Welcome to Language During Mealtime. Certified speech-language pathologist and children's book author Becca Eisenberg brings you creative professionals from the language learning and children's education field. With these ideas, parents can help their children with special needs improve language and reading abilities. My name is Becca Eisenberg. Welcome to my podcast, Language During Mealtime, episode number 36. Today, I'll be interviewing Allison Bork. She began her career as a teacher after graduating from the University of Louisiana, Lafayette, with a degree in elementary education. She earned a Juris Doctor Law degree from the Southern University Law Center. After practicing law for six years, she traded in writing trial briefs for writing children's books. Allison enjoys speaking with children and teachers at schools and libraries, and is continually inspired to keep writing children's books from her experiences. Since the release of the first book of the Alley Cat series, she has sold over 10,000 Alley Cat books. Her books include Alley Cat, The Thursday Dessert Day, Alley Cat and the Monday Blues, Alley Cat and the Friendship Friday, and she will be coming out with her new book that's going to be released in March, Alley Cat and the Tournament Tuesday. For more information, check out her website at www.alleycatseries.com. Thank you so much today for being here, Allison. I'm really excited to ask you some questions and share your work. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm so excited to talk to you. Uh, I'm excited. So the first thing I wanted to ask you was what inspired you to create the Alley Cat series? Okay, so I practiced law for almost seven years and my kids at the time where it was, you know, getting closer to seven years, they were probably eight and six years old and, you know, I'm working a lot and feeling like I'm missing out on some of those really great moments and I just want to take a year off and be at home with them. And so after talking with my husband, we decided that, yeah, that, that'd be a great idea. And so I did that and had a really great time being like a stay at home mom, but I always felt like there was something more. I, I always liked to write poems and, and read, but just felt like there was something more for me to do. Well, one night we were tucking our kids into bed and they have a bookshelf that is overflowing with books. And they're like, mom, dad, we read all the books already. We need to buy new books. And, you know, I had just stopped working and I said, you know what, how about I just write you a book? And they jumped for joy and they screamed and they were excited and they were cheering. And that was kind of my aha moment that this is something I'm, I need to get into and something I need to do. And because they believed in me and inspired me, I believed in myself. And so we tucked them in that night and I went downstairs and I just sat down with some loose leaf pieces of paper and just started writing the Alley Cat series. And it just came out on the paper. And, you know, it's inspired by my own children and it's inspired by my childhood and the the fact that you can use creativity and imagination to solve your, your real life problems. That was something that I wanted these books to be themed by. And I finished writing the first one in literally a night. I mean, it was a very rough draft, but I read it to them the second night and they loved it. And from that moment on, I just knew that 
this is the journey and the path that I need to take. And I just felt it. I felt complete. I didn't feel like there was something missing. And um, I haven't gone back to practicing law. It's been almost four years and I still keep up my law degree, but this is just so much fun and so rewarding. And I, I just can't imagine it not being in my life. Yeah, and it's wonderful. So you've written, I mean, you've written four books in a pretty short amount of time, too. So you kept, so once it's on a roll, and also one of the, actually the questions I wanted to ask you, which I always ask people, um, I always ask authors who have a series, did you plan for Alley Cat to be serious, or did you, did you plan for it to just be like the one book, or how did that, how did you decide on that? I did want it to be a series. When I started writing, I was still in that that lawyer mode where I was writing lots of trial briefs. And with trial briefs, it's just almost like a never-ending story. And, you know, you're, you're starting with something and it develops into something else. And then you've got your conclusion. And so for me, I knew that I wanted Alley Cat to be an ongoing adventure with children. and I, when I started writing, it wasn't based on the days of the week as it is now. The title, I just started with the title and it was Alley Cat Strikes Back. And it made no sense. It had nothing to do with the plot when I started writing. And um, I think I was just thinking superheroes because my son was into superheroes. And then I realized to be able to connect it and make it a series, I could use the days of the week. And I didn't, I don't, I didn't see that out there in other books. I didn't see books based on the days of the week and actually have adventures within based on each day. And so then I decided from there that it would be a series. And when I wrote the books, I wanted children to connect with Allie Cat and maintain that connection with her because when I read books and I put them down, I'm almost sad at the end. Sometimes I don't even finish novels because I don't want them to end. It's like, I feel like this character has been in my life and I don't want to lose that, that character and the book be over. So I figured that kids probably feel the same way about books. They want more. If they enjoyed the book, they want more from that character. So I knew that I wanted to continue and for readers to connect with her as if she's kind of like part of their family. And also, so one other question too, you talked about just like lessons a little bit, but what would you like children to learn from reading the Alley Cat series? So I want them to learn that they can fix any problem with the use of creativity, imagination, and help from friends. And it's the simple things that they can do to make a difference. And so in each book, Alley Cat has a problem that is relatable to children between the ages of maybe three to eight. And knowing that she solved her problem using something to do with being creative, her imagination may be envisioning what, how she can solve the problem and also using help from friends or, you know, or help from family and that's how they can use those tools from the book to solve their own problems and I also want them to realize that 
they can follow their dreams and their goals like Alley Cat does and believe in themselves that they can do anything if they put in the hard work or put in the time and the, the passion to do something um, and they can achieve it. So I, I want it to be a positive message for children to be able to use it as a, a real tool for learning in life. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just as a, you know, as a speech pathologist and also as a parent, you know, I love books that, um, you know, encompass a lesson, you know, because I think it's, when you say relatable, I think that's really key because a lot of times when kids have problems, you know, you could talk about it, you could give them advice. I also think it's a great resource and a tool to be able to refer back to a book, um, to say, well, remember what, you know, the same when it, when that happened to Alley Cat, what did she do or how did she feel? But then also incorporating just, um, you know, feelings and emotions in the book as well. Because when you're going through some sort of conflict or problem, you know, the characters are going through different feelings. So I think that that's really important as well. So I could definitely, you know, see it being like a really great tool for a pair. And then also it teachers, you know, teachers in the classroom as well for early elementary. And I also, with Alley Cat, the readers will find that she's not perfect and she does make some mistakes, but, um, because that's relatable, you know, we all make mistakes and she can always fix her problems, solve her problems and fix her mistakes, um, by, you know, being honest or being creative and, um, help with, you know, her friends helping her through something. And so whether, her problem is something small, like she's daydreaming in class or in the new book. She actually, she's supposed to bring her brother's lucky ball to the golf tournament and she picks up the wrong ball. Well, instead of just saying, okay, I'm sorry, I picked up the wrong ball. She thought she was doing him a favor by drawing the the star to make it look like it. So it's not, it's not really, she's not trying to, to hurt him, but she, she has a choice. She has a choice to just be honest and say, Hey, I forgot your ball. But in her mind, she said, well, you know what? I know he doesn't need luck. He just, he's been practicing. He works hard and he can do it. And so she ends up at the end. He discovers that, that he doesn't need his lucky ball because of course a star washes off. She apologizes to him and says, I should have told you, but you know, he realizes he doesn't need luck after all. So it's a, it's a fine line um, to write about because some people want to just kind of glamorize characters where they're perfect. But, you know, we all make mistakes and we all have choices. And sometimes we don't make the right choice, but we can always fix those choices and, and try to make it better. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to ask you about was that was because I noticed that some words are, are um, in different colors and a little bit of a different font. I think that really, you know, I love how it sort of pops onto the page. So I was just curious about how you decided which words wanted to pop out. So that was kind of the the teacher in me. So I taught school for one year before I went to law school and I reflected back on the books that I would introduce to the class and what what inspired them to read and, and to continue with the story. And I remember 
when they would point out words that were bigger, it really captured their attention. So that was a part of it. And also, if it was something that I wanted to for them to notice, I made it in a different color. And I do several literary Easter eggs in the book. So it kind of gives clues on where they can find and what they can find in the different stories that might maybe relates to one of the previous stories. That's, that's great. I, I definitely, you know, I think that kids would definitely notice that. And it's also just good for like their literacy skills to sort of pop out those questions. Also build up vocabulary, I think is another great way to kind of use, you know, to use those words as well. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you about was about your position as the News 15 Kidlet contributor. So I was wondering if you could talk about, you know, when you started that and what your responsibilities are and, you know, what that experience has been like for you. Well, the whole this whole book journey, I, I usually call it a book journey because I kind of just go wherever the path leads me. And um, I was I was asked to do a an alley cat valentine's adventure party at whole foods over here in lafayette louisiana and so i was at news 15 promoting that party well i started talking to the producer and was telling him that you know there really needs to be something on the news that shows all the different books like new releases out there because there are a ton of books and there's a ton of authors you just may not know of and it would be great to highlight new books that were coming out and then have a, maybe like a coordinating craft. And I'm just kind of brainstorming out loud. And he said, you know, that would be cool. Kind of like a, kind of like a Mr. Rogers kind of feel, you know, where you're trying to do good and have a positive message. And I said, yeah, that would be really cool. So if you ever think about doing that, let me know. I said, I know a few authors and this was a year and a half ago. And so he actually called me the next day and he's like, can you come on Thursday with a, a book and a craft and every Thursday after that? <laughs> so I was floored because I never thought that that's where this book journey would lead me. And I said, of course, not knowing what I was getting myself into, which has been such a great experience. But um, so every week I go and I highlight a I say a new release, something that's recent, maybe within like the last year or two, and something that really resonates with a positive message for, for readers. And I do a coordinating craft that readers can do with the book if they choose. And in the Alley Cat books, I do a craft or an activity after each book because when I was teaching, I wanted to continue that relationship with the characters for my students. And so we all, we always had something that connected within the lesson of the characters from the books we read. So I started doing that and, and going and doing the news every week. And it's just, it's grown so much that I have publishers and publicists and authors from all over the United States sending me their books and I love it. It feels like Christmas every day and my kids love it. <laughs> now they're not asking for new books because they get no, new I'm sure. <laughs> it's so funny how things go come full circle. Um and so I, it makes me feel really good to be able to share their books, not not just my own, but to share their books with the viewers. And I just um 
I don't know. I just try to teach my children that doing for others and, and being kind is so much more rewarding than just doing for yourself. And I honestly feel that way. And it makes me so happy when other people smile. And so it just, every time I, I show someone's book on TV and they get to share it and they're, they're so happy, it makes me just over the moon. And so it's just kind of developed and, and I've gotten, I've, I've been able to meet so many different people by doing it and different doors have opened for myself too. meeting these people. And, um, it's just a great journey to be on. And so I'll have actually this Thursday will be my 100th show, which is crazy to me. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I, you know, I, I really, I really agree with you though about, cause when you love children's literature and you love books, it's, it's not just about sharing, you know, let's say sharing your books, but also the fact that you could share other books. It, cause I think that we're all our community and we're all here to help each other. Yes. Um, and yeah. And I think more and more, the more, let's say, cause I kind of do it on the, you know, in a different way, like on my website, but, um, and through the podcast, but I find, you know, it, you know, meeting other people, it inspires me. Um, and it just makes you feel sometimes like that we're all working together, that we're all helping each other. Um, and I think it's, it's probably, it's just so wonderful that you're able to have that opportunity to share other books like that. So it's really, it's really amazing. So that's, that's just a wonderful experience. It's just, and it's helped me grow as a person because I, when I was on the segment promoting my event, that day, I was so nervous and my voice was shaking and I just, I was just like besides myself. Although I've tried cases in court before, it's just different when you have all the lights and the camera. And I, um, now I go in there like their family and I am so comfortable and I, you know, I just feel like it's just like a no brainer. I can just do it with my eyes closed and it, it really has helped me grow as a person too and be a little more confident and outgoing and not worry so much about um, saying the, the right thing or looking the right way. It's just, it's just helped me be more comfortable in my skin. So what would you, that kind of leads me to my next question. You know, what advice would you give to authors that, you know, want to begin writing their own children's book or their own series um, you know, just, I thought that, you know, it would be a good question to ask you. Well, I first, if, um, someone is wanting to write a story, I would first go to a bookstore and pick up as many books that you can and read them and just see how many different ways there are to write and just familiarize yourself with books in general as much as you can and just read 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 and as being an author it's it's so time consuming that it's it's a job it's a it's almost like a 24-hour job to try to get your books out there but to just go for it and to be vulnerable and and not worry about making your writing so perfect because a lot of times we write and the words are so almost private to us. And we're just so worried about what people are going to think. And, you know, 
to not to not worry about the negativity behind it and to go for it and to just write and write and read as much as you can. And then once you have your book out there, just continue on your journey. Every little open door, go for it because big or small, you just never know where it's going to lead you. Yeah, and no, I, I really agree with you on that because I think one of the things you said was being vulnerable. And I think it's, it's one thing that resonates with me a lot because I think that is something that we have to be, we're putting our work out there. You know, when you're writing a book, you're putting your work out there. And, you know, you know, let's say like many years ago when I started, you know, people would be like, oh, well, oh, you're going to write a book and, you know, maybe not having as much confidence, but, you know, in my gut, I knew I wanted to do it. I knew that I would, you know, I, I just wanted to get it out there. And I think it's, it's true. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be positive. And I think just going with your gut, you know, like you sat down and you wrote that, that book, right. Right. You know, that night that you're with your kids and you knew it was right. So, you know, you really can't, I think you have to just go with your gut with it. Cause like, yeah. you know, I have a lot of times like ideas for books, I write it down and then it's like, becomes like your book baby and you just need to get it. You need to get it out there, you know? And, and it's, it's yeah, like, I just think there's nothing better than seeing your work in print. I just, you know, having it in your hand. So, um, I really, I really appreciate that. And one of the things that I love about your series is that I, I really find it like multi-sensory because, you know, you don't just have the books, but you have, you know, I think your, your reading time, you know, you have like your, like your mascot, you have your, if you could just describe that a little bit, you have your alley cat character dressed up. Um, and you also do parades and you do all these amazing things. And you also have, on your website that you could buy the character, the alley cat character on your website as well. And you also have these crafts. So, um, but maybe you could talk a couple minutes just about the readings, because I think that, you know, I find, I found it really interesting to have a character there with you and how you incorporate the character. It's, it's so funny because I never, I never saw my life as being this where I'm followed around with a giant six foot, cat you know going to school <laughs> dancing in front of people um so with this whole series in the beginning you know my children were such a major part of it where they're just so positive and inspiring and you know they were young at the time and they were like mom with your books you need a lovey because we can bring loveys to school and people will bring your lovies to school and that's what they call their little stuffed animals they get to sleep with at nap time so I'm like oh great like I know nothing about creating a, a plush toy so I had to research and I spent months researching online in stores I would write down the tags at different department stores of manufacturers I called finally I found one that I really felt like I could trust and so we created and um the initial alley cat doll and and um over the years we have different ones for each book and now we have a bugsy doll which is the brother for the new book and um all because my kids believed in me and and thought that would be a good idea and of course it comes with a lot of work it, it's not as easy but it takes a lot of time and effort and so um i would go to the author visits and um some of the kids in the audience would say, do you have, is Alley Cat here? Is Alley Cat here? And I'm like, well, I've got these little plush. They're like, no, Alley Cat, is she coming? And so 
it just made me think, you know how great it would be if I could say, yes, Alley Cat's here and she's going to come out. And so I, I started researching and at the time it was very, um, it was very expensive to make a mascot costume after it's already, it's already a, a good bit to get plush toys made. And so I ended up finding a way to just do like this initial, like it was like this foam head that was made and then I had the dress and some of my friends kind of helped me create the dress and it was just like very basic. And over the years we've used that and kids loved it. And I just said, you know what? It's time. It's time to get something new. So I did a fundraiser for the Alley Cat mascot that we have now, which is like a custom, almost like a collegiate uh, style mascot. And with the fundraiser, we raised money where if you purchased a book and donated, it was, it was like, it wasn't just, you just donate money. It was, if you purchase a book, then it goes towards my fundraiser. And, um, so they got a book and we ended up being able to raise enough money and created this alley cat mascot who attends all of my book signings and events and people all over the community love to dress up in alley cat and which amazes me because I've never dressed up, but um, people love it. And I love seeing them smile and seeing them dance and the kids smiling. And so now Alley Cat comes and she actually gets booked at more events than I do as my book series because she, um, like this Thursday, will be going to the University of Louisiana women's basketball game. And she is performing at the halftime show with the cheerleaders um, to the Alley Cat Shuffle, which is a song that I wrote. And so um, it's just crazy how these things have just evolved. So she'll perform at halftime. She performed at the opening act for the Kids Bop concert here in Lafayette at our little stadium. And um, she was asked to ride in the, the Lafayette Sonic Christmas Parade. And I think it just brings smile a smile to you know a child's face, and it's it's connected to books. So I think parents really like that their kids are asking for for a book rather than an app. And um, it's just funny how this whole series has developed. I had a a vision, and I had a plan for it to just be. I wanted Alec had to be like a family member, like a, like a best friend and everybody who reads the books in their lives. And I guess all of these different components kind of makes it like that, you know, where they, the students get to hug her when they leave an author visit and they take pictures in the photo booth and they really enjoy it. And that it's the simple things that matter. And for me, it's so simple and it's just a hug and it's just a wave in a parade or, you know, a dance you know, and that they get to dance too. And, but it's just, it, it makes us, it makes people smile. It does. And I think it just adds like another dimension to, to your readings. You know, you're not, you know, I don't know. I, I think, it, I think it's wonderful. I think it's great. And I, I would like to hear a little bit more about the song. So you also wrote a song as well. Yes. Yeah, so, so for the second book, Alec had the Monday blues in the book, Alley Cat has a talent show that she is performing in and um, she ends up singing a song. So the, the song is in the book 
And we ended up um, creating, well, I wrote the song and we created, we composed it into an actual song that we could put on iTunes. And there's an animated video on YouTube. But when I wrote the book and had a song included, I remember planning my author visits that were coming up upon the release of the book and thinking, oh no, I wrote a book with a song in it and I can't sing. And if I have to sing this song, I am just going to just, I'm I'm just going to be so embarrassed because I cannot sing at all. So that's when we decided with the help of my um, husband. And then we had a, um, a music company here that my daughter took music lessons with. They helped compose this song so I could just play it at the, author visit so I wouldn't have to sing and so I decided you know what I'm gonna write a song for every book because it was just so much fun whenever the kids you know got to listen to it so I wrote a song for Friendship Friday and um we have an animated video that goes with it that my illustrator helped me create and then I decided to write a song called the Alley Cat Shuffle when Alley Cat was going to do the opening act for the kids Bob concert so I wrote the song and my husband helped compose it and set it to music. And then we, we got it um, accepted on iTunes. And so it has a line dance because of, down here in the South, we, we line dance to everything. And so we have a line dance that goes with it. And that's what Alley Cat now performs at <laughs> college basketball. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you have quite a background. I mean, you really, it's, I find it it's it's really amazing. And so I know that before we finish up, I want you to share some exciting news about your books. Oh, I'm I'm super excited because I was recently invited to include the Alley Cat series into the 2020 Academy Award Oscars gift bags for the celebrities. And so uh 30 of the nominees including um, Brad Pitt, Leonardo, um, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Kathy Bates, Quentin Tarantino, um, Scarlett Johansson, all of these names will receive four books and two plush that I, that I sent um, to be put into their celebrity Hollywood swag bags. And I'm so excited about it. That's I, amazing. I'm, I'm hopeful that somebody will see it and like it but I guess that I kind of I'm still kind of protective over my emotions because you know as writers we're just so vulnerable and you know what if they don't like me um so I keep saying oh no one's gonna see it but of course I'm secretly hoping that somebody says oh I like this you know and 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 notices it it's such a it's such a really great opportunity so that must have been really exciting when you heard the news. Yes, it was very exciting. And I only had about three or four days to kind of prepare all the books. I sent, um, it's for 30 of the Oscar nominees. And so I sent them four books. They're getting actually the new book, which is an exclusive copy uh, before it's released and um two of the alley cat plush toys and then we kind of wrapped it up real pretty and i had just a few days just to put it all together and ship it to la and i was such a nervous wreck trying to get it all together and make sure it got there but i have confirmed that it has arrived and they're putting it together and i'm just excited to 
to see what what it brings and yeah it was it was I couldn't sleep for the first two nights I was really excited it's just an amazing achievement. That's the thing. I think in itself, like regardless of anything else, I think, well, just everything that you've done is inspiring for, you know, so many different people. I think people starting out, people who publish books, I think, and I think what car- what's carried it through is like your love for the characters and your love for what you're doing. Cause you don't just love, I mean, it's not also, it's not just about loving, you know, to write books, but also you just love children's books. And I love, and I think that you've probably also taken your background as a teacher and incorporated into that as well. I think, you know, sometimes I think that we end up where we are. We learn from like all of our different jobs and our experiences. Um, and you have a really interesting background. And I just love the way that you incorporate everything. And I, I you know, it's, I bet it's really exciting to see as far as your readings because, you know, you have such a different, like a real multi-sensory experience in the fact that you have the book, you have the mascot coming, you also have the song, um, and, you know, the kids already know Alley Cat. So that makes it really, really exciting um, just about, you know, reading a new book and seeing you in person. So, um, so is there anything else that you wanted to, that you want to talk about before we finish up? Well, I do have a a book launch party for anybody who is in the Louisiana area. On March 22nd, we'll have the party for the release, which the book, the new one will release on March 17th. And then the party is March 22nd. And of course, everyone's invited. We have a big event at the Little Gym of Lafayette and different vendors and businesses come out and we kind of line them up on like the sidewalk and they come for free and they get to highlight their business, but they get to do different activities. Like there's a cupcake place, small cakes, and they make um, like cat kind of inspired cakes and they get to play in the gym and each business gets to kind of highlight their own business and take part in a community event. So if anybody out there who's listening wants to attend we would love to have you it's at one o'clock march 22nd at uh, the little gym of lafayette and then the new book will release march 17th and i'm very excited to release it because it's inspired by my son's love of golf and how dedicated at just nine years old he is he's been to the world championship for u.s kids golf three times and he's so dedicated and just works really hard. And he inspires me to work hard too, just by seeing his, you know, his passion, his, his goals being achieved. And, um, so I'm just really excited for this new book to come out and I hope, I hope people like it. And I really like what you said with how you said that I actually like connect with Alley Cat and, and you're so right. You know, we, in my little family, we see her as a family member. And when we see an alley cat, maybe in a store in someone's hand, it's almost like I'm seeing like another one of my children out there and kind of waving at them like, you're doing good, you know, and it, she, it's just pure joy, you know, seeing her out there and and being able to have my kids experience that too, because she's almost like a sister to them. Well, and she's also part of you also. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. I think when you see a character that you created, it becomes part of who you are. You know, I mean, it's, 
got to the library and I saw my book on, on the shelf and I was like, oh, okay, like, you know what I mean? So, it, you know what, whatever scale it is, I think it's, um, it's, it's your work and, and, um, and, you know, it has to be that, that, that really strong connection. So do you ever travel like outside Louisiana, do any readings? I do. I do. So every year when I release a book, I do a book tour and I've been up from Louisiana to Tennessee. I've done from Louisiana to Florida. Well, in May, I am heading up north. We're actually driving um, to New Jersey and Delaware and Baltimore for author visits. Um, I do have a a cousin who's getting married, so we have another purpose to go. But I, um, I'm just so looking forward to being able to kind of expand the tour over there. And I do have a couple of dates open also in May, uh, maybe just one date open. So if anybody in that area wants a, an, an author visit, I'll have Alley Cat. She'll be riding with us. So. Wow. That's, that's great. That's really, well, that's New Jersey's not too far from me. So I might have to come meet you in person. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. So, well, thank you so much for being on today. I think, um, I just, I love speaking to you and I love, you know, learning about your background and your inspiration. And I, you know, just from talking to you, I could see how passionate you are. Um, and I, I just, I, I love everything you've done and, um, it's, and you're very talented, you know, you're very creative. So thank you. Very inspiring. I think for, you know, for a lot of different people. So thank you so much. Thank you. I, I appreciate being able to, to talk to you and I, I've just enjoyed it. I've enjoyed our conversation. All right. Well, thank you for listening today. Listen and learn with us at Language Sharing Mealtime. Time.